0: transforming uh, really that the digital mindset of the company but also the i think the digital expectation of the cycling world
1: you're listening to sports tech feed the global sports technology podcast hello and welcome to sports tech feed i'm your host thomas loams great to have you joining us again this week On today's show, we have Peter Gray, the SVP of Advanced Technology Group for NTT Data, in conversation with Vincent Pereira, former head of digital at ASO, the operating company of Le Tour de France, talking everything on reimagining the Tour de France using digital innovations and technology. Peter is a senior vice president with NTT. He leads the Advanced Technology Group for Sport as part of the Global CTO Office Leadership Team. The Advanced Technology Group for Sport conceptualizes architects and delivers strategic innovation projects, particularly within the sports industry. This includes the delivery of NTT's Tour de France and team-to-dimension data technology programs, as well as support for NTT's solution delivery to a range of different sporting teams, governing bodies, event organizers, and venue operators around the world. Prior to this role, Peter has played a range of technology leadership roles within both corporate IT and leading consulting businesses. Vincent Pereira is the former head of digital at Amory Sports Organization, otherwise known as ASO, the company that owns, designs, and organizes top international sporting events, specializing in the non-stadia type. ASO is involved in five major sports, including cycling with Le Tour de France, motorsports with Le Dakar, sailing with Le Tour de Vol, mass events with the Schneider Electric Marathon de Paris, and golf with the Lacrosse Ladies Open de France. As I mentioned, I'm your host, Thomas Alomes. Uh, please f- feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn if you have any questions or feedback about the show. Uh, but for now, I'll leave you with the capable hands of Peter Gray and Vincent Pereira.
2: Well, hi, hi everybody. I'm Peter Gray. I'm from NTT and uh, today we're going to be talking about the Tour de France and, and, and about uh, how digital has been transforming the race and no more so than uh, the, than this year. And so I'm really pleased to be joined um, uh, by Vincent Pereira from the ASO and Vincent heads up digital um, for the ASO, the Armoury Sports Organisation who own and operate the Tour de France as well as a whole bunch of other events like the Dakar Rally and uh, and, and and many others. But maybe Vincent, um, maybe I'll get you to introduce uh, yourself and just tell us a bit about your your background and and your role in in ASO.
0: Hi everyone, uh, I'm Vincent, uh, the head of digital at ASO. As as Peter just said, uh, we're operating in, in in five sports uh, universe. Uh, the cycling, uh, as as you perfectly know. Uh, the motorsport, the mass event, and also the mountain biking. Uh, We have uh, have like 70 events per year. Uh, I'm working through uh, sports industry and digital since I think I began my career around 10 years ago. Uh, And uh, at ISO, we have uh, five um, departments working in digital, Uh, the the platforms, uh, all the websites, uh, mobile application. uh, Also, we worked a lot together on the race center. Um, We have um, also a department in charge of all the digital opportunities, the digital sponsorship. Uh, We are working a lot through the, uh, the partners activation and sponsor activation to uh, generate more values for uh, our assets, but also for the, the digital content of our uh, sponsors. Uh, and then we have uh, uh, two other uh, departments the CRM one in charge of all the traffic acquisition and the customer journey, and uh, the e commerce side. Uh, we have a um, uh, our team in charge of uh, the, the platform name time2.com uh, that is uh, our platform to uh, sell the beeps on the all the mass events we have like 35 mass events per year including the paris marathon the elf marathon uh, we have also the manchester marathon in the uk uh, the barcelona marathon in spain so we have plenty of events that we need to sell beeps and we have a dedicated team in charge of that
2: so, um, as as NTT and, and myself, you know, we've we've been involved working uh, with with you, uh, you know, for the, for well, it's the last six years now, since 2015. And really, when we, when we started that journey, i you know, um, actually, you know, the digital experience for the Tour de France was very embryonic um, and, and, and 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 quite basic. And and I guess you know the the focus very much was, you know, we need to be able to grow that digital capability to engage our particularly younger audiences. Um, so how how do you see sort of those expectations of of different fans, um, you know, from the younger audience, you know, through to through to the older audience, you know, how, how are you seeing that in in your experience, you know, through through particularly the Tour de France, but also some of the other events that that you guys are involved in?
0: What is really exciting with with digital and the total front that we are uh, challenged uh, like every day by our fans, by our sponsors, by uh, by the teams, by the industry, and so we have to uh, to definitely move forward and hold the project every day and uh, and trying to find some solutions to uh, find new innovations and new project to uh, to go further and being able to achieve amazing uh, ambitions that we have and definitely. Uh, since a uh, few years, we are transforming uh, really the, the digital mindset of the company, but uh, also the I think the digital expectation of the cycling world. And uh, working with uh, with with entity was amazing in terms of um, innovation mindset. Being able to really, uh, I think, put this uh, this innovation mindset and this technological mindset into the board also. Um, spirit and uh, being able to show how the digital definitely needs to be important to um, improve the quality of the race uh, with with the data we have now, um, the fun experience, the customer journey, and also in terms of uh, revenue generation, uh, the digital needs to be more and more important today because all the sponsors and all the fans are uh, coming through digital to, uh, to 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 see to see everything uh, uh, um, topic about the Tour de France. So definitely it's it's really amazing. And if we are uh, making the comparison between the TV audiences and the digital audiences, uh, on uh, in front of the TV we have we have people. Um, 55 years old, 60 years old, uh, in front of the TV, on the sofa, watching the the, the photos. and this is the average age of of the people. And on on the digital platform, on social media, on the website, on our mobile application, and through all the activation we have, like the Fantasy League also, that is a really masterpiece of our uh, data generation. um, We have people more around 36, 37 years old. So we have a huge gap between uh, the age of the TV audience and the digital audiences and we know that we really need uh, to, to go further to move forward to be able to down that going down into this average uh, age in, in digital space again and going to be able to reach the, the people around 30 around 18 years old that to, to show them how the, the cycling is really exciting um, but we already made uh, big, big, big steps since, since a few years ago.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I certainly, you know, um, yeah, you know, as a, as a fan of the, the, the Tour de France, you know, I've been watching it for, for many, many years, and, uh, and, you know, as I say, I know when we began, you know, this, this journey, you know, it was there were some very basic capabilities um, there, and then when I look at, you know, what we, what we have today with, you know, this. You know, fully featured race center with what's happening on social media, what's happening with you know using short form video, you know through through all sorts of different channels uh, with the fantasy league. You know, this year we launched you know augmented reality, um, and 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 all of that sort of powered by you know all of the data that we're now capturing about the race. You know, so you know w- w- you know because we. You know, over the last five years we've implemented you know live tracking solutions and we've integrated all of the data from the timing systems and from the from the weather bureau and and, and you know from, from from all over the place and and been able to create all of the, the the great statistics about the race but also given the fans the ability to see you know all of the details of what's happened and you know I think the 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 brilliant thing is that's allowed us to create all of these new digital, products but it's also um you know for, for for the for the television viewers it's it's made the television coverage you know so much better because it, it really has helped us to um to to uh explain you know what's What's happening within the race, and so I think you know the the journey that that that, um, that uh, you know we've been on together with with the Tour de France, uh, you know, I think, is a great example of where you know those building blocks of putting in place you know all of the the the, the data and the analytics, and then building out you know these new digital capabilities and new offers and uh, um, and um, uh, new you know digital products um, have really been enabled by. Um, by all of these, uh, the, these you know uh, underpinning um, technologies, which you know, uh, you know, I think it's a it's a, it's a really great example of you know you know digital transformation is not necessarily just about you know doing some uh, um, some, some nice new websites or, or or you know some some fancy social media marketing. It it, uh, it, it it's you know the, there's there's all this this work under the covers that that that, that happens in order to. Uh, enable that and i know you know we've got uh, you know lots of lot lots of plans together for, for for how we continue to take that forward but we'll we'll maybe maybe come to that a, a, a bit later in the in the conversation um, but but in terms of you know engaging um fans of, of, of the you know the tour de France um, where are your where are your focus areas um right now what, what are the things that are most important for you at the moment?
0: Uh, I think for, for the coming uh, years, we have like three real priorities that we need to focus on. Uh, first one, and you will be definitely involved in that, is to be capable to engage the people alongside the road uh, that we never did before. Uh, the really objective is to be able to catch these people alongside the road and to offer them a journey that will be really Exceptional and an experience that will be exceptional and amazing during all the day. Uh, today you are waiting for seeing the cars and then the 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 the, the, the riders uh, and then that's it. You have like ten or fifteen minutes during the, the day uh, of of experience with with the two. And what we are really looking for is to to develop a lot this experience and being able to have really something that's going through all the day with with, with the people and. And this journey needs to be really amazing and exceptional. This is the first priority, and um, then we have uh, the the capacity that we need to to engage the people during all the season and all the year. Uh, we have uh, really like focus moments uh, during the tour, the three weeks at the tour, uh, the announcement of the new route in October, and we have the the first uh, the first races, the cycling races at the beginning of the year that. Really engage a little bit the people, uh, but we really need to find uh, new content, new activation, and new ways to engage the people. And uh, what we did, and we will, I think, talk about this uh, after. But what we did with with Zwift during July and the lockdown and the, the reschedule of the uh, of the Tour de France in September, what we did is really one of the the opportunity that we should develop for uh, engaging the people uh, during the off-season. And this is really, I think, uh, key for us. And uh, the third one is to reach the, the, the young people. And for that, we are really thinking about rebuild our content strategy uh, to go further on a new format and being able to show how the writers are really cool, uh, because today it's really complicated in cycling world. We don't have really big, big stories except maybe Peter Sagan or uh, some new guys like uh, Roglic or the other. but we don't have really rising stars that are like entertainment stories uh, has the other sports can have like the rugby, the football uh, and 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 all the the NBA, the basketball. all the sports get really big stars and big big guys that are famous. Uh, and uh, this is really uh, one of the the priority to to help them to. To grow and to rise a little bit on, on social media, and, and the content that we're looking for creation is is around that. And uh, alongside with with this one, to to develop the image of the riders, we have a, a huge focus on also the women cycling. The women cycling first is is really key, and uh, that's why we're creating the the the, the Tour de France, uh, the the women Tour de France in in 2022. It uh, it used to to be in 2021, but uh, with the, with the the, 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 the situation, uh, we had to reschedule this for, for 2022. Uh, but we are uh, the first big race for creating a real tour with uh, seven stages for 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 the women, and in 2022. So this is also um, a big focus that we're putting uh, putting putting on the table.
2: Very good. Yeah, I think uh, I think that that opens up some some really exciting yeah uh, you know, really exciting future. Um, and, and, and you you alluded to it, but this year has obviously has, has been you know really yeah uh, um, you know really disruptive. Um, you know it's it, and and yeah you know, we we know that you know outside of sport you know for all of our um, you know for you know many of our customers they've really had to accelerate parts of their um, their digital strategy, um, you know, for, 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 you know, the Tour de France obviously was originally meant to be held in, uh, in July. Uh, it it uh, ended up being, um, uh, delayed up, uh, till till August or the end of August and, and into September. Um, and there were you know limitations around fans that were able to, to attend the event. Um, you know, I know there was a lot of work done in terms of then, you know, making that, um, bringing the the race to life, you know, digitally uh, as, as 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 much as as, as possible. Um, but um, you know, one of the one of the things that you spoke about there was um, earlier was was, was Zwift and the the, the virtual um, Tour de France. And can you just tell us a little bit about uh, about that and uh, and and what? What were some of the observations and learnings out of running the, that virtual Tour de France this year?
0: Uh, yeah, the, I think the, what we what was really interesting is uh, uh, we were looking for uh, the esports and the Swift competition for 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 years now. Uh, we were like really observing that, but without really taking place in actions because we were like we don't we didn't know how to get involved into this. And um, when we decided to reschedule uh, the, the Tour de France to September, we were really looking for how to be really involved and to to keep a focus on on on, uh, on engaging people during July. And we were like, okay, maybe we have some discussion that can be done with with Zwift. And we saw a lot of virtual races uh, uh, came um, came came live during during this period. So. Uh, This definitely accelerated the the discussion with with, with Zwift and in in two months we we had this this race on the table with with new routes on Zwift and this is the power also of the Tour de France that we were the only ones able to create new routes with Zwift. Uh, They they made an amazing work on, on the development side and we were also the only ones capable to to bring all the teams involved into this, uh, this Tour de France uh, with the charity side to be able to, to collect money for and to raise money for for, for, for big associations. And it was really an, an amazing moment for us to be able to do it uh, remotely for everyone. We were all working remotely and. Uh, having calls at the night with uh, with Los Angeles, with the teams of uh, Hubs and San Francisco, and uh, the, the teams in, at Zwift working on the products and testing the products, uh, we were like uh, doing some content with the teams remotely, uh, sending some uh, some package for to the teams to be able to really create and uh, and produce a uh, a live for for the writers. That were definitely amazing. And uh, the results we observed were uh, really, really good in terms of engagement, in terms of uh, views, the live views, et cetera. So we had, um, we had really, really amazing results on that. And this gave us the, 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 the possibility to uh, being like visible during the off season and uh, getting maybe a contact, keeping a contact with the fans, but also with the writers and the team, uh, during this option where uh, the, the riders are not uh, riding anymore because it's there is, there is snow outside, it's too cold outside, and you are doing it in your garage. And, and it's not a moment because we know that the riders really do not like doing Zwifts uh, during uh, three hours or four hours because they are not a huge fan of that. They are just doing it to keep it in shape. Uh, but uh, this is how to interest, I think, that the riders of doing this is keeping like this competition way for, for everyone. And this is really an opportunity for us and uh, that this, uh, this first test, uh, test on, on the virtual Tour de France was really a success and definitely confirmed that we need to, to move forward on, on, on this one.
2: One of the, the the most powerful things I think about the the virtual Tour de France was the La Tap de Tour, which um, the, and the virtual La Tap and uh, you yeah, know for those who don't know La Tap de Tour is held every year. It's a it's a part- mass participation event uh, where amateur amateur riders like me. Can go and uh, ride, you know, one of the the iconic stages of of the Tour de France. Usually, uh, a few days before the race comes um, uh, comes through. Um, and this year, that was run as a series of virtual events on uh, on Zwift. And uh, and you know, I I, I participate in a number of those, and I know the 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 number of people worldwide. Who uh, who were involved and participating in those events was just uh, just just incredible. So I, I think it, you know it's a, it's it's a great way of being able to bring together the the professional riders um, together with the, the community um, and uh, you know the the, the amateur riders.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh... The tour used to be one day, uh, fifteen to twenty thousand people riding the same route uh, during one day. Uh, this year we had the chance with Zwift to uh, get like uh, three different routes uh, during three weekends. We had eight slots per per weekends to be really able to uh, give the possibility to everyone all around the world to participate to uh, uh, to let up uh, to, to the virtual tour on Zwift. And the result was totally amazing. We had more uh, than 90,000 people participating, unique users on Zwift on, on, uh, on this one, and um, we had more than uh, it was 230,000 uh, participation all around these three weeks. So we had people making at least two on the three, uh, two of three uh, stages during the three weekends, and this experience was. Really amazing uh, for us in terms of engagement, and at 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 the end, in terms of uh, data catching, it was amazing. Also, to better know the people, but offering this possibility for the people to participate to up Tour, that is a very unique and rare uh, event uh, once a year. It was definitely, I think, uh, amazing for keeping the contact with with the fan of of Le Tour. Yeah, so. We 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 then got through to the uh, to the real
2: um, the real life um, Tour de France in in, in September, um, and and obviously you know with uh, um, you know limitations on travel you know I I would normally be you know at at the race um, you know throughout July and and you know, along with my team as 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 we deliver all the technology uh, solutions and uh, you know this year we 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 did all of that uh, fully. Uh, Fully remotely, but also, you know, many of the fans who would normally travel to the Tour de France to to, to watch the event couldn't couldn't travel. Um, you know, what what did that do? Um, you know, to to the audience um, for the for, for the Tour this year in terms of you know the television you know coverage and the and the digital coverage.
0: Uh, yeah, we were a little bit worried about uh, the Tour de in September at the beginning to see, okay, what will the audience will be? Uh, should we be able to to get the same figures than the, the other years in, in the summer? Uh, but after the first week, it was definitely amazing. The first week was amazing. I think it was the first really international event uh, and it, it's available on... Three channels, uh, at least, and on, on, the, on the major part of the countries, uh, and the digital audiences that we had the first week were definitely amazing, with uh, more than 20% uh, in comparison for the first week in 2019. Uh, and 2019 was an exceptional year for us. Uh, and at, at, at the end of the of the Tour de France, we saw that the Tour de France in September is uh, still still a beast uh as 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 he is on on the summer uh we had the, the same audiences on the website like really exacting the, the same the same figures that, than 2019 and in terms of uh, social content and video content video views we had like 10 percent more views than uh, than 2019 and the average time spent on videos increased by 23 uh, percent since 2019 so we had amazing figures, uh, and I think definitely the fact that the people cannot come alongside the road helped us to, to I think, to grow the TV audiences and also the digital audiences. Uh, but the uh, the adoption rate of I, I think our new digital platform because we revamped the website, the app, the race center this year. Uh, but the, the adoption rate that we had on on this new platform were definitely amazing, and uh, we. We were really, I think uh, we we made like okay, uh, the third of France in September is still great. Uh, we have still a, a, a big event to 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 manage. and uh, if we have to 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 do it next year because we we never know what what could happen. Uh, but if we have to do it again in next year, uh, we okay we we, we get some <laughs> some elements to uh, to be confident on the on the on the power of little
2: yeah a- a- absolutely and and you know and i guess that's that's comparing against you know 2019 which was an incredible year because the, the it, it was you know widely regarded as one of the best tour de france's you know probably in history um and and had um you know huge performances um by uh, by a couple of key french riders which which always boosts the uh, the interest in the in, in in the race so you know for the, for this year actually to you know you know, be you know, level pegging and and, and improving on uh, on last year is is really quite a a significant achievement. Um, for moving moving forward, um, you know what what what's next? I mean, what are, what are the big, um, you know the, 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 the big opportunities that you um that, that you see on the horizon? And um, you know we've already spoken a little bit about you know some of the objectives around the fans by the roadside and and building a, a, a broader you know engagement, um, you know, year uh, th- throughout the um, th- throughout the year. But but in terms of sports, more generally, where, where do you see the, the the big opportunities in 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 digital over the next couple of years?
0: Uh, I think there is really a transformation around how how the people are consuming the sports on tv uh, and we are seeing it that the pandemic with the rights in france for example on football and the the other the other countries that there is a lot of i think things that are moving regarding the traditional model of uh, the the rights the sports rights that the people are consuming the uh, the sports on tv or on digital so this is definitely i think uh something that will change a lot in the coming years uh and uh i definitely see the potential of the digital and uh, the personalization of the conception of uh, of the of the of the how the people will consume the uh, the sports on, on digital. Uh, we need to be able to pick what we want to see and uh, being able to make our own package on on sports. And this is, I think, really something that will evolve uh, a lot with the traditional uh, broadcasters, but also with new peer players. Uh, we are seeing that Facebook is just launching the the the. the to pay live events on Facebook, uh, they they just did it on uh, with sports uh, in the U.S. They are launching it in France uh, this week with with the the French opera. Uh, you can pay like four euros to see the opera on Facebook. So uh, definitely, I think this world is really changing a lot uh, in terms of uh, broadcasting uh definitely and uh, then in terms of uh technology i think the the personalization and the recommendation is really key in the coming the coming years uh is is already key but definitely in sports because sometimes in sports we are late if we're comparing to the retail to uh, other industries that are Really keen into the customer journey, and we really need to uh, inspire ourselves to to the from this from this area. And in, in sports, I think this customer journey and the personalization that we can have in digital, but also in physical, uh, the experience that we can have in stadium, in arena, we need to def- definitely develop that and personalize everything. And uh, I'm definitely I'm definitely convinced that these will be two of the main. Uh, points that uh, the digital focus and opportunities in the, in in the coming in the coming years. Uh,
2: fantastic, thank thank you, Vincent, and and mate, it's always always a pleasure to uh, to to chat with you. Thank you for for your time. Thanks for sharing your uh, your, your experience and, and insights, and uh, yeah, and sharing that with uh, the Australian audience.
0: Appreciate it, mate. <laughs> thank you, Pete. Still a pleasure to to talk with you guys. Uh, really, really a pleasure.
1: There you have it. That was Peter Gray and Vincent Pereira talking reimagining the Tour de France. So, or Le Tour de France. Interesting stuff there, what NTT is doing with that and, and especially um, the unique challenges of a sport, of a non stadia sport that ASO uh, specializes in with cycling uh, and how you really just, all the, 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 just the logistics and the kind of basic kind of infrastructure issues that you have when you're trying to do uh, technology solutions halfway up the Alps. So, I think for me that's that's an interesting side there but also how it's taking something that is a a very traditional one of the oldest kind of uh, racing events in that in that area and and engaging modern audiences with what they want to see how they want to experience it and also helping the teams to perform better in in the same way so great use of technology in in something that's considered relatively traditional as well in terms of of the competition That's all from us for this week. Uh, That's the last of the sessions that we're going to have from our 2020 Australian Sports Innovation Week. We'll be back to our regular interviews uh, in the coming weeks, but I really encourage you to go to sportstechworldseries.com forward slash newsletter, sign up, stay up to date with everything that's happening. As always, I'm your host, Thomas Lohmes. Thanks again for joining us on Sports Tech Feed, the global sports technology podcast. (laughs)